This is Culture 808 Studios in Nairobi. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, today I am in Berlin because I came to Berlin with a reason because there's somebody that I have to meet who is very important to us and we have tried to get her, but at long last we got her. And uh, it was worth coming to Berlin because Alicia is somebody that... Uh, I, I, I will not explain a lot. She's going to, to explain how, <laughs> what she is and what she does and everything. But Alicia is an ex, uh, what they call this thing, EAGT, um, East Africa Got Talent candidate and also the voice of Germany candidate. And ladies and gentlemen, I don't have to talk a lot. Welcome to the show, Thank you. Alicia Poppert. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited that you guys managed to come to Berlin from Frankfurt to come and do this podcast. I feel like I'm so, I feel like I'm back at home. And that okay. gives me a really good feeling. <laughs> okay, that's very nice. I'm very happy to see you, Alicia, because I've been, I've been following for a very long time now. I think the first time I saw you was when you did that music with Mustafa. That was, I don't know, when, t- 10 years ago. I think over 10 years. I think 10 that years must have ago. been almost 15 the, years ago. That's the first time you were singing in Hindu, I think so. In Hindi, yeah. Yeah, again, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. I'm putting some jam on once in a while. I know, I know, I know. Don't even ask me Kiswahili at the moment yeah. because everything is coming out German. Okay, <laughs> I'm okay. trying to, yeah. I'm learning German and so all of my uh, languages are, yeah. are mixing. Okay, Alicia, before we go on, so me, I know you. A lot of people there know you, but there are people who are new who don't know you. Right. Who is Alicia Poppert? Who is Alicia Poppert? So I'm a Kenyan singer-songwriter. I was born in Kenya, fifth generation, very proud. Um, And I've been singing since I was, I I mean, I don't even know, since I was two years old. Uh, I always knew I wanted to be a musician. Okay. Um, But um, obviously my parents wanted me to (laughs) get a degree in anything else to fall back on. So I'm a journalist major. uh, I have a master's in journalism. Okay. But uh, yeah, singer-songwriter and very, very family-orientated girl who loves to travel and sing and meet new people. Okay, so you were born and raised in Kenya. Absolutely. Okay, where, where did you go to school? So I went to school to Kenton College. Kenton College, okay. Is it in Nairobi? It's in Nairobi. In Nairobi, And okay. then from Kenton, uh, Quebec to kindergarten, then Kenton College. Okay. And then went to one year of Premier Academy. Yeah. Really didn't like it. <laughs> I okay. really didn't like it. Okay. And, uh, and then I... I actually asked my parents to send me to boarding school with my best friend. Um, sure, she was boarding going, school. I asked my parents. Imagine, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm so close to them, but I was, yeah. I just was so unhappy in the school that I was at. Yeah. So um, my best friend at the time was going to the school in South Africa. Okay. And um, I remember seeing the the prospectus, the cover page, and it okay. had a, a girl with a guitar. Okay. And a girl on a on a on a boat rafting, and I said, "That's the school I want to go to." Okay. So then I spent the next. Uh, 10 years in South Africa. In South Africa? Yeah. Where in South Africa exactly? In Cape Town. In Cape Town? Yeah. Okay, okay. I've never been there. I've never been to Cape Town. It's absolutely yeah, I've stunning. never been to Cape Town. I've never, I've, never, I've never traveled so much in Africa, I can say. Really? I've traveled oh so much in Europe. I've been in almost all major cities in oh, Europe, but I I've can, never been to South Africa. I can tell you that you're missing out. Yeah? You're I've really never, missing out. I've never out. traveled in Africa. And next week, I'm going to Milan to... 
Milan in Italy. Yeah. Yeah, but Africa is something I've never. I've been to Amsterdam, Milan, London, Paris, Botswana, Zambia, Malawi, Mozambique. Never. You know. You know one thing. If I want to fly to Africa, the first thing I think of is Kenya. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's the so, same. So I go to Kenya, meet my families, and every third the time is out. Then I, I, I come, come back. back. To, I come back to Europe. Yeah, that's the problem with with us when we're living, uh, you know, living in in Germany. Yeah. is your holidays are always just consisting of exactly. wanting to go home. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So you said your dream career as a kid was. Uh, To be a singer. Yes. That's sort of absolutely different from other kids. Because me, I remember when I was a kid, when my parents asked me, hey, Shaq, what do you want to be? I want to be a pilot. Re- or a doctor <laughs> or a lawyer. Or a doctor, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but you wanted to be a singer. Yeah, ever. I mean, I've never wanted to be anything else. Okay. Never, and what, ever. And what was the reaction of your parents when you were told them you want to be a singer? Well, when I was young, they were like, oh, great. <laughs> when I was older and I'm like, yeah. I still want to be a singer, they were, they were yeah. thinking, what yeah. is wrong with this girl? What is she going to do? What's yeah. her future going to look like? Oh, yeah. Um, and they were supportive for sure in some respects, mm-hmm. but... All they said to me, and I totally agree, I totally agree with them now, is just do a degree in anything else. So that if music doesn't work out, you have something to fall back on. That's very important. It's important. But on the other side of the Mm. coin, Mm. I wish that they were a little more, um, I wish that they pushed me a little more towards going and doing a degree in music. Okay. Does that make sense? Either in production or music management or something. Okay, okay. Because I never wanted to be anything else. I was never confused about my career choice. Okay. And I think it would have really helped me all of those okay. years that I lost hmm. uh, doing my BA mm-hmm. and my masters. I could have been doing a degree in music. Okay. So you you, you just say hmm. you you have a masters in journalism, yeah? Can you imagine working working as a journalist? Sure. I mean, in the future, absolutely. I love to write and okay. my writing has really helped me, you know, with social media and mm. with, um, with, with what I'm doing right now. Mm. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, You're not sure. I'm not sure. If, if something really interesting came up yeah. in broadcasting, yeah. in TV broadcasting yeah. or writing for uh, travel, mm. travel vlogs or yeah. travel pieces, mm. then I would consider it. But I'm not sure... That's really what I want to do going forward. Have you tried Deutsche Welle? Tried? Deutsche Welle. I mean, they, they, they always offer some kind of courses and they pay you. Really? Yeah. They, if you go to their website, you can check. I'm not 100% sure, yeah. but it used to be like that. Really? Even there's a lady in Kenya, I can't remember her name, but she, she works with a radio in Kenya. She did it here in Berlin. Oh, wow. Yeah, you can go to their website and look. Maybe they teach people about broadcasting and everything. Ah, interesting. Uh, and, and the conditions are you must have a master in journalism. Okay, well, I have that. <laughs> Just go at their website, look out if there's anything over there. I, I know sometimes back they were offering such, such like courses to to Africans and yes. everything, people from Africa. Okay, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, if I moved back to Kenya yeah. and in the future, yeah. and if there was a possibility yeah. in a, a career in broadcasting, mm. I would totally take it. I would, I would consider it for sure. Mm. Um, but for now, I'm still on the music hustle. Okay, you're still in the music hustle. <laughs> Forever on the music hustle. Okay, still in the music. So, Alicia, do you listen to your own music? 
I find it very hard to do that, actually. Sure. Yes, yeah. I really do. <laughs> Once it's out there, so yeah. I listen to it a lot before it gets released, uh-huh. obviously, because yeah. I want to, I really want to know what I'm putting out there. I want it to be perfect. Mm. I, um, and so, but up until the release date and after the release date, I mm. find it very difficult to go back and listen mm. and listen to my songs. So when people just play my music, I'm like, oh my goodness. Uh, oh my goodness. <laughs> I don't know why that is. Um, I mean, I love my music. Yeah, you love it. Surely, yeah. otherwise I wouldn't put it out there, but it's okay. hard to listen to. Uh, what kind of music do you listen to? Actually, all of my friends know this. I love indie folk, so singer-songwriter okay. kind of music. Okay. I am okay. a very big Angus and Julia Stone fan, okay. London Grammar, Rosie Golan, okay. um, Florence and the Machines. Yeah, yeah Paolo Nutini, Paper Kites. That's the kind of music that I listen to. Okay, that's very good. That's very good. And, and it's, you know, always when I look at your social media, you're always smiling. I'm always smiling. You're always <laughs> smiling. That's true. Yeah. Can you be angry? I, you know, I, it takes a very, very long time to get me yeah. angry. Okay. I, nothing makes me angry easily. Okay. But when I get angry, <laughs> when I get angry, the whole world it stops. Explodes. It, it, ex- it explodes. It yeah. explodes. But it takes a lot to get me angry. I don't okay. believe in, in, in a... Yeah. Some, some of my friends say that I walk around life wearing rose-colored glasses, mm-hmm. you know. And it's not that I'm naive. I'm not naive. Yeah. I just prefer to see the best in situations and the best in people. Okay. And that's the way I want to, to, to live in, in my world. So, what can I do right now for you to throw me out of this house you are? Get angry with me and throw me out of this house. What can I do? I mean, um, you could say something bad about my family. Okay. That would, that okay. would definitely... Okay, I wouldn't do that. that, would I, definitely... do that. I just wanted to know what can make you angry. Yeah. Something okay. bad about my family or uh, people that I love, yeah. then there's, there's trouble. Okay. And you know, uh, if people watch your videos, a lot of people think you are Latino. Do they really? Yeah, because you can really, you can dance very good. I saw that Despacito oh, no, cover where I you are dancing. Dance. No, no, no. Sure, you can dance. Oh, no. Yeah. I, I'm... I think, so I had some help there with yeah. some friends who, who taught yeah. me the dance. I'm actually yeah. not a great dancer. Okay. I'm a good dancer when it comes to like being in the club, mm-hmm. but any kind of choreographed dancing, mm-hmm. I'm not great at. I'm, I'm good salsa, yeah. salsa, that kind of thing, but I could definitely, you know, one of my biggest regrets mm. in life, genuinely, is that I did not carry on with dance practices when I was younger. Okay, because yesterday, I think yesterday I was showing one Italian friend of mine, your videos, and then she, he told me, is she a Latina? I said, no, she's not a Latina, she's a Kenyan. And then he was like, ah, no, this lady is not a Kenyan. <laughs> so my next question, how do people react when you tell them you are a Kenyan? It depends. I mean, in Kenya, not any really big reactions. No, no, Kenya, 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 there's no issue. I exactly. mean, here in Germany. Here, yeah. people, people seem very confused. And it's always followed up by another question. So they'll be like, oh, um, so you're Kenyan, but where are you actually from? I'm exactly. Like, and I say, Kenya. That's and they're what like, okay, but like where... And I know exactly what they're trying to say. And I'm like, Indian descent, 
Kenyan, fifth okay. generation. But okay. I hate that I have to say that. Yeah. It should just be enough to say Kenyan. I'm Kenyan. That thing happens to my daughter too. I told you I've got a daughter, yeah, yeah? and she's a half caste, half German, half African. And one time when she was still in, uh, she was in a university in a town called Vosburg. It's not, it's not far from Nuremberg. Yeah. Th- those days she was doing a bachelor. And then she was sitting in a train. And then an old lady came and sat next to her and asked her, where do you come from? She said, I'm German. Because she was born here. Of yeah, course, she tried on German passports. She speaks perfect German. She's German. No, where exactly? Where exactly? <laughs> she, I mean, she was so pissed off. That, uh, I'll say it in German. Ich habe zu dir gesagt, ich bin Deutsch. Und das, das, das ist das alles. Ist, yeah, das ist alles, ja. Yeah. And I, I wonder why, um, yeah, I wonder why it's so difficult for people to, to, to grasp To understand that, to understand that, you know, yeah. It, it was also the same, actually, in South Africa, which, mm. which seems crazy, but people would ask me, so where are you from? Mm. Kenya. Mm. But what, what are you? Mm. What am I? I'm hmm. Kenyan. You're Kenyan. And I would find it very weird because people were just waiting for me to say Indian. And okay. I'm equally as proud of my Indian heritage as yeah. I am yeah. as my Kenyan citizenship. Yeah. But I just feel like being Kenyan is... I mean, I'm so proud of it and I hate that I have to justify it. Yeah, okay, okay. I hate that I have to justify Even yeah. in Kenya sometimes yeah. I have to justify it. They're yeah, like, okay. oh, really? Are you really Kenyan? I'm like... Yes, I'm Kenyan. My dad's Kenyan. My grandfather's Kenyan. My grandfather's grandfather's Kenyan. Yeah. yeah. You know? Hmm. So, yeah, it's frustrating. You know, me, when I tell people I'm Kenyan, the first question that comes, are you Maasai? Really? Yeah, the first question that I ask, are you Maasai? I say, no, I'm not Maasai. The second question, wow. can you run? Oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, I hear that a lot. I heard that in America. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, okay, you must yeah. be a good runner. I'm like, nope, runner. I only run when someone's chasing me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Alicia, there's a, there's a story I saw yesterday. On your, you posted on your IG yes. that you slept in a tent with a poisonous snake. You have already told me the story, <laughs> but people out there would like to know how it happens. What I, happened? I knew that if I put that, that reel out, people would ask. Yeah. So the reel was entitled, or titled, um, the, the craziest experiences I've had. Exactly, exactly. And so one of these experiences was, I was on a five-day hike uh-huh. in Chiang Mai in Thailand. In Thailand, yeah. Uh-huh. And it was one of those hikes where you don't stay in a, in a hotel or anything, not even a tent. Okay. Like a lot of the nights we would just sleeping on the ground okay. with a sleeping bag okay. under the stars mm-hmm. and uh, but one of the days there was like a like a some stilts like a place on stilts just a platform with a roof okay um nothing on either side okay but a mosquito net okay and uh went to sleep that night no problem a friend of mine woke me up in the morning by mm-hmm. tapping me and saying alicia mm. <coughs> don't freak out mm. but there is a snake wrapped around your ankle Wow. Yeah. What kind of snake was that? So it was, I, I, I later found out it was a green pit viper. Very, it's very, poison, it's very, 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 very poisonous snake. Very poisonous. And so I, I was like, don't, don't joke with me. And they mm. said, no, it, it, there is a green pit viper. Mm. And I looked down and its head was facing the other direction, thank goodness. But mm. its tail was just coiled around me. Okay. And I was just frozen, absolutely frozen. Mm. Um, and then the two Thai guards came and said, what color, what color? And I said, green. And they said, don't move, don't move. I'm like, I'm not moving, I'm not moving. They took a catapult, which mm-hmm. was quite sad, obviously, mm-hmm. but there was no other way to get the There's snake no away. Option, yeah. And they, they, yeah. Okay. But yes, that happened. That's it. That happened. <laughs> Did you scream? 
I didn't scream. I think I was in shock. <laughs> I was just in shock. <laughs> so, and honestly, I took my camera out mm -hmm. to take a picture because I didn't think that anybody would believe me. Okay. So I have pictures of it as well. And then there's another thing you also posted that you sang at the FIFA World Cup in 2010. I remember that time Shakira was, uh, I mean, released an anthem for that waka waka. World Cup, Waka Waka. Yeah. So tell us about it. How did it, how did it happen? Yeah. How did you get the connections and everything? It was all luck on my side, honestly. Yeah. Um, I was still a small, small time musician. Okay. And, um, Uh, Eric Wainaina was Eric chosen Wainaina. to do a song with Luis Obala okay. um, and Salim and Suleiman Merchant, okay. who I got to know through my aunt, actually. Mm -hmm. And um, when they were thinking about having a sort of a female backing, mm -hmm. uh, backing singer, mm -hmm. um, I think uh, through my connections with Eric Wainaina and Salim and Suleiman, they said, hey, let's, let's give Alicia a chance. Okay, that helped you. Oh, it was, it was the craziest experience of my life yeah. because here I am um, on a stage with these incredible musicians. I okay. mean, musicians that I can only ever dream to one day sing like. Mm. Um, people who I've looked up to all my life. Okay, okay. And uh, I'm singing in front of 80,000 people. Yeah. A song about amazing. Africa to Africa. And I, it was... Honestly, I don't know how to explain and, it, but and you can imagine the the that's a stage that the whole world is looking up to, you know. It was it, the whole world is looking onto that stage, the opening I, of FIFA World Cup, you know. Yeah, if I tell you that one singular moment, yeah. the one singular moment in my life where I yeah. just knew that that is where I belonged, yeah, and and that nothing was going to stop me from getting back to stages like that, it was that moment. Okay, did you have a chance to meet? Uh, Uh, what do they call this lady, this waka waka lady? Shakira. 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 No, no. Mm. I, no, we didn't get to meet her, but mm. we were on stage right before she was. So we walked okay. past each other in the in the hall before yeah. she went on. But it's amazing just to appear. Each and every artist is dreaming of such a thing. Oh, it you was know? crazy. You know, it's, it's, yeah. This is the thing, Shaq. Like, I've had amazing, very lucky experiences they okay. haven't ever led to a breakthrough for me okay. which has been really frustrating i would say yeah. mm -hmm. but i can never complain about my life or, mm. or my career as a singer because i've had so many amazing experiences and mm. met so many amazing musicians learned so much mm. traveled the world making it so yeah i have nothing to complain about i just i wish that all of these amazing opportunities led to a a breakthrough for me in my career. Okay, okay. So let's talk about your time. You were at Ogopa DJs, yeah? Yes. Who was there by that time? Nyanshinsky was there? Nyanshinsky was there. Avril? Avril. Um, Kenzo Matata? Kenzo, uh, uh, size eight. Okay. Um, Isa? Isa, uh, who else was there at the time? There were so many artists at that Kim, Kim Kanja, I think. Okay. Yeah, there were lots of artists there at that time. Okay, and this song, uh, uh, All Let, Let the Rain, did you, re you released it with Ogopa DJs? Yes, huh? I did. It, I really was, it was your first song? It was my first ever song. The okay. first song I ever wrote from scratch, the first song I ever put out into the world. Okay. Um, that was an original. And yeah, I, I put so much time and effort and love into that song. Mm. And... I'm really proud of it, but okay. I see that I've come a very long way. Okay, who from, produced from, it? Uh, it was a couple of DJs. 
Ogopa DJs. Yeah. Okay. Who, who particular? Which, which uh, producer? You don't. You don't remember. Mm, I can't really remember. You can't remember. Uh, it's terrible. It's terrible. Okay. No problem. No problem. But that music, you know, I've searched that music. I love that music. That's why I'm talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking about that music because I love that music. I can't, I can only watch it on YouTube. I know. It's nowhere to be seen in any streaming platforms. Why? I, I think I was young mm-hmm. and inexperienced and mm. I didn't really understand how the music industry works. Okay. So I just put it out there for people to hear, for exposure and for okay. video. And, and, and I, I honestly don't know where the master is. Mm-hmm. But um, you gave me some really good advice this mm. morning and that is to... To rework the song exactly and put it out there, and I think that's I'm going to take you up on that exactly because I can tell you to me I don't know but to me that that music is a Grammy material really yeah it's got oh. now on YouTube 122k views yeah yeah that's a that's a big number that's a big number really yeah and. I'm- uh, I'm very I, proud of it, that's for I sure. I always listen to that music. I always listen to that. That's the best, for me, that's the best music that I got from you. Really? Yeah, that's the best music. Oh, wow. That feels, yeah. I feel very humbled that that's my first yeah. song. So I think okay. I need to definitely take you up on your advice and, and okay. rework it. Okay, let's talk about this song you released with Colonel Mustafa. How did the connection come? You met him or you called you or you called him or what happened? I think he called me. He, he called, called you. me. Um, or, or, or maybe it was a, a mutual agreement from Ogopa DJs when I was doing Oh Let the Rain. They yeah. said, Oh, you should do a song with Colonel Mustafa. Yeah. And then we got to know each other. He's yeah. a very, very nice guy. Okay. Um, it wasn't, it's not really my kind of music at all. Uh-huh. It's not my, okay. my style. But, yeah. um, but I was really excited to just collaborate with him and try mm-hmm. something different. Okay. And yeah, I mean, it was a, a, a great experience. Why are you guys dating? No, no, no. No. We're not dating it. The reason I'm asking that, yeah, everyone in Kenya knows Kokole Mustafa. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a macho. Yeah. He's a macho man. I mean, he dated, I think, Huda, the boss chick. Yeah. And then there was certain, I, I don't remember all these, what, what they call this, all of these girls, but I know it was somebody who, who each and every girl like to talk to. Yeah. Right. And pick up that girl. That's what I was asking. Are you, are you guys? Are, no, no, you know, no. We were not. Dating. It was just music. Just music. Yeah, okay, yeah. that's very nice. I had a steady boyfriend at the time, and mm. Colonel Mustafa was just a. He was a good friend. He's a good friend. And what about Isa? Did you have? Did you had the time to meet Isa, or did you meet Isa? Briefly, very, very briefly. And then I after, met, afterwards, he died or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, that, I, 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 I met a lot of the people from from Agopa DJs very yeah, briefly. I yeah. didn't get to spend a lot of time with them, but. I mean, Isa. I used to listen to his music growing up, and so it was yeah. incredibly sad when he uh, when yeah. he passed. Okay, for our German viewers who don't know Isa, Isa was one of the greatest the rappers great. in, in in Kenya. Yeah. I mean, he's compared to Tupac. Absolutely. I mean, he's the Tupac of Kenya. Yeah. He, <laughs> that guy he, was. We hold a, him in very high esteem. Yeah, that guy was a legend. That guy was a legend. Yeah. So, Alicia. Uh, uh, now, after after all these things, you decided to move to. Germany. Yeah? Yes. Why? So, you know, life life just happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this was not a plan. Mm-hmm. This was really not a plan. I love Kenya. I want to mm. live in Kenya and I mm. want to die in Kenya. I mm. I don't I didn't want to move anywhere. Um mm. but circumstances during COVID um sort of forced me and my partner to mm. to make a different choice. Okay. He, Your partner is German. My partner is Austrian. Austrian, yeah, exactly. he's Austrian. Austrian, um, okay. 
and uh, we had just got engaged actually mm -hmm. and he decided um, that he was going to go back to his parents just to celebrate with them mm -hmm. and it was just when COVID started getting bad mm -hmm. and he flew and I had a bad feeling about it I just mm -hmm. had a bad feeling like mm -hmm. he was supposed to come back two weeks later we mm -hmm. were supposed to look for wedding venues mm -hmm. and uh, and then the, the borders closed mm -hmm. Kenya, Kenya's borders and Austrian borders. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So we were not able to see each other for eight and a half months. I remember that time. Yeah. It was so a really terrible I had to, time. Um, I had to get out of my apartment on my mm. own, go back and live with my parents. Okay. <laughs> and uh, we couldn't see each other for eight and a half months. Mm. In that time, he, uh, he got a good opportunity here in Berlin okay. and gave me a call and said, what do you think? And at that time, you know, musicians weren't making anything in in yeah, in Kenya. Yeah, exactly. COVID was so bad. It was so, so bad. I remember Calligraph Jones was. Imagine he was <laughs> suffering. Yeah, I remember that time Calligraph Jones fleeing with the president. Yeah. Off and off. Yeah, it's exactly. So crazy. Yeah, yeah. And so at this point, yeah. Uh, yeah, we just decided to make the move, take, yeah. the, take it as an adventure, um, mm. and and see where it goes. Mm. Always knowing that home is always there. We home can always, always move best. back home. Okay. Yeah. And what do you take about Germany? What do you think about Germany? Wow. Just be open. Don't no, uh, just I, be open to to any Kenyan who wants to come to Germany. I, just tell them. I'm going to be very open. Like yeah. I, so I have a, a love hate relationship with Germany. I would say. Okay. Um, I actually just wrote a song about it. It's going to be released in two months. It's mm. called Berlin Lights, and it's Berlin this, Lights. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. this weird push and pull that I that I feel. So yeah, okay. from a cultural standpoint, yeah. it is the exact opposite. Mm of the Kenyan culture that we know. Okay. Um, and this is no this is just me generalizing mm. and so I really don't want anyone to take offense here. But mm. uh, we in Kenya are very warm, welcoming, uh, community based people. Yeah, exactly. Right? We yeah. need good food, we need company, we need warmth, we need mm. people who care for you. Mm. Here in Germany a lot of people are very individualistic. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So you miss out on that community feel mm -hmm. um, I feel like if you are a person of color um, there are some instances not all the time that you feel a little bit uncomfortable people treat you differently especially yeah. if you don't speak the language perfectly if you don't speak the language yeah um, and food wise I mean I just miss Curry Curry <laughs> I just miss home food so bad yeah. the best restaurant in Berlin is my kitchen okay well, kitchen <laughs> um, because I can't find good Indian food here but yeah Look, on the other side of things, yeah. there is so much opportunity here. Yeah. And I've also ended up meeting amazing people okay. who, are, um, who are helping me grow and learn. And so I, I have this weird uh, relationship yeah. with Germany that I can't, like, I would, be, I would be happy to leave, but very sad to leave at the same time. Does that make sense? Yeah, okay. Um, so, yeah, I would not say... Hey, Kenyans don't come to Germany. Never. Yeah, I think yeah. there's a lot of opportunity here. Okay. But just be very aware that the cultural differences are large. Yeah, exactly. Me, I tell people if you have a nice job in Kenya and you are having a good life in Kenya, then stay in Kenya. Stay in Kenya. Stay in Kenya. Absolutely. Because if you come here, you'll you have to struggle with a lot of things. It's, yeah. it's, it's a different lifestyle, yeah, it's, it's a, a different pace it, of life. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. just different. Yeah. For example, I was just telling a friend this, this, this story. Hmm. 
going grocery shopping okay. in Kenya versus going grocery shopping in Germany yeah. are like two different things. Two different things. In yeah. Kenya, you go, everybody asks you about your day. Somebody's there to talk exactly. to you. You know, they want to know, have conversations with you. It's exactly. very it's leisurely. It's yeah. pleasurable. It's, it's right? very different. You enjoy going to the grocery it's shop. It's very different. Here, it's like anxiety. Yeah, it's a... Pain, Fast, pain, pain, super pain, pain. efficient. Nobody Try asks you about yeah. your day. Nothing, it's nothing. just really fast, and if you don't finish yeah, very quickly, yeah, people yeah. get upset at you. Yeah. And it's like going to the grocery shop is is ang- it gives me anxiety. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, that's the, the, the that's another big difference between Kenya and America. Because in America, if I go there. I go to Walmart and go for shopping like that, yeah? yeah? People know from my accent I'm not American. Yeah. yeah I speak English, but they know this guy is not American. So yeah. they try to ask me, where do you come from? Tell them I come from Germany, but my roots are in Kenya. So they try to explore more right. about me. But here is very different. No. Here is very different. No, no, quick. Let go. Go. Yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So Alicia, I'll take you back to Kenya again. Because you are a Kenyan, you have to talk more about Absolutely. Kenya. Absolutely. You were at this casting show, East Africa Got Talent. Yes. I didn't have the opportunity to see the show, but there are people who told me that. When, they, when I told them I'm going to sit with Alicia, and they told me you were there, and there was uh, Jeff Koinange was one of yes. the juries, and then there was Vanessa Mde. Vanessa, Vanessa Mde. And then there was uh, people, I don't know those guys, one from Uganda and one from, yeah. from Rwanda, I think so, yeah? Yeah. How was your experience there? Can I be honest? Be honest. <laughs> be honest. You should be was, honest. Uh, I think it was the Take biggest it out. the biggest sham of a show I've ever I've ever seen. Sure. Yeah, it was yeah. just ridiculous, honestly. Okay. So look, a lot of people in the industry asked me, What are you doing? You're an already established singer. Yeah. Why are you why? Yeah. Why are you doing East Africa's Got Talent? And exactly. I said, simple. Yeah. I'm an established singer in Kenya to a very specific market okay and the actual like the the bigger picture the, mm. the kenyans from all over kenya don't know who i am cut oh it's cut yeah you know where to continue kenyans yeah. don't know who are you yeah are. Airplane mode. Okay. You can go on. Okay. So people in Kenya didn't know who you Yeah, so I, I feel like um I feel like my music was, you know, sort of my music was known by a certain uh, amount of people, but yeah. like the majority of Kenyans had no idea who I was. Okay. And as a proudly Kenyan artist, mm-hmm. I wanted that I wanted that um that platform to okay. be able to share my music. And so I yeah. thought why not? Let's just do it. Okay. And so, obviously, did the auditions, got in, uh, did the uh, the 
the first round okay and um got a, a four chair it wasn't a four chair turn that's the voice but like yeah. all of the judges were really really excited mm. and happy and they said yes absolutely mm. i knew mm. two of the judges mm. <laughs> personally so that was quite weird mm. um and then after that after saying after all four judges were like yes we love you go to the next round mm. i get a, a, a like an email saying oh sorry you didn't make it to the next round and i'm like how does that work? But I think it's my my opinion is I was I probably was a little uh, I was already a, a well known artist and so okay it just so they didn't want to give you that chance again yeah, yeah exactly, from again. which I totally understand but yeah. I just I'm the kind of person that says take every opportunity no matter how mm. big or small because you do not know where it will lead okay. and I truly believe that I'm humble I don't care what people say yeah, I don't exactly. care if people were like oh, what is she doing you know. Um, being part of East Africa's Got Talent. I mm-hmm. had my reasons. Okay. Did you feel supported by Kenyans on the show? Because, uh, you know, people, people, Kenyans are the most, not me I'm saying that, but most of Kenyans say that Kenyans are the most mean people if they have to support one of their own. One of their even, own. Even Lupita said it, you know. Yeah. Lupita said it when she was struggling in Kenya, yeah. trying to release movies and everything, nobody supported her. So when she won an Oscar, everybody when, was yeah. asked. She was my sister, yes, she's my cousin, exactly. she's my neighbor and yeah. everything. I, uh, I feel it's exactly the same. Yeah, I yeah. got more support when I was um, in the voice of Germany mm-hmm. by my Kenyan fans okay. than I did with East Africa's Got Talent. Okay, exactly. But I never got any negative... Uh, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I must say, like, mm. I did get a lot of support and I still do get a lot of support. Okay. But, um, yeah, definitely a lot more support when I was yeah. uh, in or part- partaking in the Voice of Germany. Okay. So let's talk about your cover versions. You did a cover version with this lady, Lindsay Starling, yeah? Yes. How did you meet her? Because she's famous. She's somebody she, she, who she's known. She's huge. Now, she's, and then explain to the people, yeah, to people in Kenya who doesn't know her. Who is she? Lindsay Sterling is probably one, if not the most famous violinist in the world. Okay. Um, she she's uh, one of the biggest YouTubers. Okay. Um, and uh, now solo artists. Mm. She's a great friend of mine. Okay. But we met, um, funny enough, again through, like through a mutual connection through my cousin. So okay. My cousin um, was starting this new company. Okay. And as a clever marketing way to yeah. launch it, yeah. he um, or they had asked um, a very big YouTuber called Devin Supertramp. Okay. To come down to Kenya and to create this video. It wasn't oh. a music video. It was just a, he does these travel videos. And okay. he was very famous. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, he said, can I bring my girlfriend, Lindsay Sterling? And I said to my cousin, okay. Lindsay Sterling, yeah. she is huge. I want yeah. to meet her. Yeah. Please make the connection. Yeah. Uh, connection was made. Um, yeah. And I just said, hey, since you're coming down, would yeah. you like to collaborate on a song? Mm. And she was like, why don't you send me, like, what, you know, s- samples of what you do and we can discuss it. Okay. And so I knew that I was going to meet her. I just never knew that I was going to then do a song with her. And, okay. uh, and we got along so well when she arrived, okay. created We Found Love together, yeah. and it went viral. It went viral. How that many was really millions? 65, 66 million now. Views, exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, so she she's a very big part of my life still. Yeah. And she definitely... 
was the person that really ignited my career. Okay. I would and, say. And why do, do you do a lot of cover versions? Because when I go to your music list, um, most of them are cover, cover. versions. You did uh, Despacito. Up until now. A, a lot Up of until them. now, yes. Why? So, well, actually, it's simple. Yeah. I was just thinking in terms of business. Now, I'm a small artist from Kenya. Okay. And there's this big world around me. Okay. How do I get known or build the gap between Kenya and the international market. I understand you. Right? Yeah. How am I going to do it? My okay. music is not interesting in Kenya at that time, 10, 11 years ago. No one's yeah. listening to indie folk. Yeah. When I say indie, they think it's Indian, you yeah. know? And yeah. so I was like, how do I make it work? So mm. from that cover, for example, I gained a, a nice big audience. Okay. And what I did is then I got an, her to introduce me to another YouTuber, to introduce me to another big YouTuber mm. to do the same. All of these YouTubers would come to Kenya, they'd mm. get an, a taste of our beautiful culture and mm. who we are and doing different works with different organizations mm. that I was working with and, uh, and building my following. And okay. the idea that I had in my head was if you build a big enough audience, mm -hmm. when you then put out your original music, yeah. you already have people who want to listen. Listen to the music, exactly. That was, that's what I was thinking back in the day and it, yeah. and it worked it worked because i managed to get my name out there okay. in kenya and internationally through okay. that platform otherwise uh, how would i have done it yeah yeah that, that's the right way that's the right because i i i was wondering why she always does only uh what they call this thing cover version and everything yeah. but you have explained the reason why yeah. and i find that very interesting that's very good yeah i had to i had to uh, put my business hat on and say okay. how am i going to be different to every other artist okay. in this country okay. what am i going to do to get yeah, myself yeah, yeah exactly seen. to be known yeah so as you say music is business are you making money out of out of music or you're still investing in music It depends. It depends. I think it goes up and down. So okay. I have been very lucky okay. um, to make decent money okay. through music for the majority of my career. Mm -hmm. mm, but there are months where I literally, or months, two, three, four months, like in the last 10, 15 years that I've made almost nothing. Like, okay. I, you know, it's... As a musician, you've got to understand that things are always up and down. There's up no, and down, up and down. There's exactly. no structure, there's no smoothness. It's just like any business, just like any business, any business. always up and down. Yeah. Corona comes, what are you supposed yeah. to do? Yeah, exactly, exactly. There's just no, like any business. no paid partnerships, yeah. there's no gigs, there's, yeah. you know, and so it's it depends. But yeah. if, I have to, if I have to be honest, mm. I'm off course investing a ton more than I am making, of okay, course. Okay. The music business is just like that. It's an expensive, expensive business. It's expensive business, it, I know. It doesn't make any financial freaking sense being yeah, a musician, okay. trust me. Yeah, yeah. We just do it because we love we it love so music. much. We love music, we love music, yeah. And we just, we hustle, you know. Yeah, Musicians exactly. are the, I, I feel, the biggest hustlers in the world because yeah. we, we have to find a way you to, have make to, find, to make it work. to make it work, exactly. Yeah. So if I gave you or the world gave you an opportunity to collaborate with somebody, anybody in this world, who would you pick? In this whole world? Whole world. Any artist. Wow, that's such a, uh, that's a big one. I think it would probably be either Vance Joy. Okay. Or Brian Adams. <laughs> Brian Adams, yeah, Brian Adams is good. Yeah, your <laughs> voice, your voice, and Brian Adams can make something very yeah, good. Yeah, I mean, that yeah. guy is my childhood musical crush. In the summer of '69, yeah. <laughs> he's my, he's, he's my, yeah. he's my musical crush. But 
Yeah, it'd probably be, yeah, Vance Joy or Brian Adams Brian at Adams. this stage. Oh, that's very good. So, and you are also in a, casting, in a casting show here in Germany. It's called The Voice of Germany. And The Voice of Germany is, is huge. It's yeah. huge. Everybody watches it in Germany. Yeah, you know? Even me, I watched it. I oh, saw you. so crazy. I saw you and I was like, yeah, I saw this lady with Mustafa. Yeah. You, know? That, that, that. <laughs> you know, I saw you on TV. So, and... Uh, You sang this uh, wicked, uh, wicked game. Wicked like game, exactly, yeah. exactly. And it was very nice, and they all buzzed. But the first person who buzzed was Sarah Connor. Sarah Connor. Sarah Connor. Sarah Connor. Sarah Connor. I don't know. Sarah in, Connor. In, yeah. Sarah, in German, they call Sarah Connor. Yeah. So, so, so Sarah Connor is a very huge artist here in Germany, and she was like, "Wow." You know, the, the first thing when, when, when you told her that you come from Kenya, she was like, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, she couldn't I saw it, I saw it, it. Yeah, she yeah, couldn't, couldn't believe, believe it. it. And she was the first to buzz, but all of them buzzed, yeah? yeah. But you pick Johannes Odin. Yeah. Why? Ay, ay, ay. You know, this, this decision will plague me for the rest of my life. Yeah, why? Trust me, it'll yeah. plague me for the rest of my life. Yeah. So I originally always wanted to go for Sarah Connor. Yeah. And the reason was, is yeah. that she also sings English music. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so she would have the the best, I don't know, coaching style when it came mm, to me. Mm. But when I sang my song, then Johannes said, I want to sing it for you. Exactly, exactly. And that man got on that stage and yeah. he sang that song better than the original. Yeah. With so much feeling. And, That's, yeah, I, and I remember. It yeah. was the best version of a song I've ever heard. And I just thought, yeah. I would be so stupid. Yeah. Uh, actually, Forget just him singing. It's also one of his comments. He said yeah. in German, but he said that uh, what he would do if he worked with me is take all the instruments out and it would just mm. be one instrument and your voice. And okay. that's my style. And okay. so in my head, I thought, this man understands me. You okay. know? And he is um, a little bit of like the alternative music side, which is like me. Okay. And so I just thought, okay, The world is giving me a sign and the sign is, is pointing to him. Mm. What I didn't realize is what an impact that would have on my journey because, yeah. I mean, out of all of the people on the entire show, I was the only one that didn't speak decent German. Decent German. And then yeah. he gives me a German song. I saw it. And I I'm saw thinking, it. never in my wildest I saw it. Did I think that I would get a German I saw song it. for, for I the saw battle it. song? I remember my wife saying, oh, what are they doing to what this girl? What are they girl? doing to yeah. this girl? Yeah. And it was just a, yeah, I was, I mean, I, I, I rose up to the occasion. I had to learn those lyrics in 24 hours, you know? Yeah. But it was definitely... Uh, cut. It was definitely... Uh, no, not the scat. Oh, that thing. We Dead. have to. We have to continue that because okay. it's warm. When it's warm, it's it's time to cool again. I need a very did a very big mistake. This this handle. I should have put it off. It's okay. Let's continue with that one. Yeah. Yeah. This handle is do it do it in one handle so that you can uh, put the microphone here oh. but it consumes a lot of power ah yeah, okay left it on. let's continue with that one so okay yeah um 
it's uh, yeah, I was just really shocked that that uh, <laughs> that I got a German song, and I think mm. if I had picked Sarah Connor. Um, I think she would have given me a more appropriate, yeah, yeah, more appropriate exactly. song, song exactly, something exactly. that was more appropriate for me as an artist as well, and yeah. maybe I would have had better chances. Mm-hmm. Um, but look, hindsight is twenty twenty. I I don't want to complain because I I learned a lot from mm-hmm. Johannes Erding, and I think he's an amazing singer, an amazing person. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it was too early for me to have joined the Voice of Germany, mm-hmm. only because I didn't speak any German. I had to learn German in four months. Okay. And so during the entire process, I wasn't thinking as well about the music or enjoying the experience. I'm mm. like, how do I answer this Indian, uh, this interview question in German? Mm. How do I answer the the judges? How will I know <laughs> what they're yeah, saying? Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. And so it, it was stressful. Okay. And uh, what was your experience there? Did you learn something new? Or? Oh, so much. We learned a so lot. So much. Huh? I mean, I think that changed my entire yeah. perspective on on who I am as an artist. Okay. I had lost a lot of confidence as okay. an artist. Okay. Um, with COVID and, you know, just being in Kenya, I came to The Voice and I never felt like I was good enough to stand on that stage and I realized I was more than good enough. I was on the stage that I'm supposed to be with all these amazing musicians. Okay. I met so many incredible people, mm. made some insane connections and friends mm. and figured out that my voice can do amazing things. Mm. I went to vocal training every okay. every week. Mm. So it absolutely changed changed the game for me. Game and it for. opened up um, a different world here where I'm, I'm getting gigs in different parts of Germany okay. and performing often. And, oh, that's you know, nice. That's yeah. nice. That's nice. So let's talk about, you've just brought out a new song. It's called... Uh, Uh, what's the name of that song? Not Really Yours. Not Really Yours, yeah. exactly. Not Really Yours. Why that name? Why that title? So this specific song was written yeah. with my friend Bruce Rook. Yeah. He's a Kenyan artist. He's a Kenyan. He is amazing. I yeah. I don't understand why not as many people know about him because he is probably to be one of the best he's definitely the best songwriter in Kenya mm. in my opinion mm. and one of the best singers he's got a very very original way of writing and singing and so um, yeah it was just a real pleasure he's like a brother to me it was a okay. real pleasure to, to, to write this with mm. him and perform mm. it and the song Not Really Yours is basically a breakup conversation yeah, made into I've a song it, I've it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like emotional it's the the theme of unreciprocated love. I love that and, song. It's very nice. Yeah, and yeah. how sometimes, you know, you could also be with somebody that you really care about, but mm. it's just not the right fit. Mm. And that terrible conversation of having to say goodbye. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, I'm very proud of it. It's doing very well. Mm. Um, the video is coming out soon as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but excitingly enough, mm. I have a song being released every month until the end of the year. Sure. Yes. You're a very hard working artist. I'm a hard working girl. I'm a very hard <laughs> Why so, do you record your songs here? Or do you have a home studio? Or do you... uh, no, I have sort of friends with studios. And yeah. then I also do a lot of pre-recording at home with So Fresh. Okay. Um, and then uh, and then come here and shoot the videos, etc. Okay. Okay. So there's a lot of music coming from me. Okay. So Kenyans out there, go to Spotify. Alicia Pop. Uh, <laughs> iTunes, wherever, any streaming follow, follow, platform. Follow. 
search for Alicia, Alicia Poppert and listen to that song. That song is really amazing. I've heard about I've heard that song and it's one I like that song. Oh, and if I like you. that song, you are going to like it too. <laughs> okay. So are you promoting that that song in Kenya? Are you going to go do a gig in Kenya or anything like that? It's you know it's really hard. It's really yeah. hard to be living here and trying to promote your music there. Yeah, you you kind of yeah. need to be there doing press, okay. doing press tours and stuff. Mm. And so at the moment I'm not. I'm just. Um, I also started believing mm. that when you push songs or things onto people, mm. not that it gets annoying, but I kind of just want to put out my music in the world and try promote it you know so that the right people get to hear it okay um but not to not to push it down people's throat okay. i think right now i'm just releasing music for the love of releasing music, love music. and and hoping that people uh, pick up on that and they they are and creating good content on instagram etc but 100% when i get home uh, mm. in november mm. um and when the album comes out mm. then of course i'm all ready to push and to do as many tv tv shows podcasts radio okay. shows as okay. possible okay 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 so the next question i have to talk to you now is about kenyan music you are kenyan we have to talk about kenyan music you are kenyan i'm kenyan you have to talk about yes, kenyan music absolutely. what's your take on kenyan music so my take I think has changed a little bit over the years. Okay. A few years ago, I was just completely jaded by the by the industry. It just felt like there were just a few musicians who were making it and mm. you have to just follow a specific formula to make mm. it. Mm. Uh, now it's different. Now I feel like the industry is growing and there's so many different genres and types of yeah, artists. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And people are enjoying that kind of uh, you know the 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 variation. So I am seeing a lot of positive um, movement and progress mm -hmm. with the industry, but what I'm not seeing, which I've never seen in Kenya, is Kenyans supporting each Kenya. other. Yeah. So not even just the artists, even yeah. the artists, yeah. I mean, there are groups, of course, that support each other, but honestly, yeah, nah. yeah. Kenyan artists do not support other Kenyan artists, okay. um, number one. And number two, I think the bigger problem is um, the sort of Kenyan radio stations, broadcasters, um, promoters, marketers yeah, yeah. do not promote Kenyan artists and Kenyan, Kenyan music. Artists, exactly. So there's no way for us to grow. Okay, this this way Eric Omondi has been has been hard yes. on, on that team saying that the government should uh, I mean that the government should pass a bill in yeah. parliament 75%. where where 75 of Kenyan music music should be played should be on air. What do you think about it? I would say absolutely yes, a thousand times yes. Yeah. Sure. I mean, look, mm -hmm. I understand that it will be a very big change because mm -hmm. from going from playing commercial mm -hmm. music from around the world mm -hmm. to now just playing Kenyan music, there's going to be 75%. There's going to be obviously mm -hmm. a change, mm -hmm. but it is the best possible way to give our culture, mm -hmm. our music culture, a chance to, to get anybody, to get anywhere more than where it is. Okay. You know, to be able to like transcend just the Kenyan, okay. <laughs> the Kenyan stage. I mean, Nigerians, mm, for example, mm, yeah. they only play their music. They only play their music, and exactly. And they really support each other. And they like their music, yeah. You know, and I feel like we have such amazing mm. artists and such amazing music, mm. yet we don't promote each other. They don't or promote each other. There's, there's, so a, there's a lot of hate in Kenya. In, right. In Kenya, yeah. And there's a lot of like very, very... Um, 
talented artists mm-hmm. in Kenya that mm-hmm. have no idea where to go. Does that make right. sense? Yeah. There's no um, record label help. There is no yeah. sort of uh, yeah, like exactly. PR companies that are willing to help. Yeah. Or, or other artists aren't willing to be like, hey, mm. you want to, you know, you want to learn? Come, let me take you under my wing and help you. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And I think that's where the problems are. That's where the problem is. So I asked you one question. If you want to collaborate with uh, an artist all over the world, you give me an answer. Yeah. So we are going back to Kenya. Who would you like to co- collaborate with in Kenya? In your home country? I have more than one. <laughs> I, okay, I give, give me two. two. Okay, give me two, give exactly. Two. Okay. Okay, even though it's not at all my type of music, yeah. I just find him absolutely phenomenal, and that's yeah. Calligraph Jones. I've got his number. I think I've got his you number. You got his number? I got <laughs> his number and I got his manager's number. If he's still using the same phone, because, because I've I had think, an opportunity to meet him. Yeah? yeah. Because I think I yeah. think a, a calligraph Alicia Poppet okay. song would be pretty It's, it's going to be just... Yeah. Okay. I think so. Even though okay. that's not my, my style. Okay. Um, okay. And, and then I sec- second would probably be Pencil. Um, okay, Pencil. Okay, that's good, that's good. Calligraph of Alicia Poppert, wow, wow, calligraph. Could you imagine? Oh, gee, oh, gee, <laughs> I know you'd be watching this thing, yes. okay. <laughs> okay, okay, that's very good. So I'm going to take you out of music. You know the situation in Kenya now? Yeah. Politics everywhere, opposition is saying they stole our votes, demonstrations and yeah, everything. What do you say? My opinion is, uh, I think... Uh, we should just move on as a country. We should just move on our country. Or, or at long last, Kenya is all ours. Exactly. Yeah? Why are we? It, why yeah. are we still yeah, fighting it, and picking at each other? Yeah, yeah. And, I, mean, I, I, I just feel like I couldn't believe. Yeah. Right. I was really proud of mm. how. So I was very scared for these elections. Mm-hmm. Obviously, yeah. A lot of people were, but I was really proud at how it was all. Um, how we all managed to move on mm-hmm. in the first two weeks. Okay. How everybody was like, all right, cool, we're not going to go back to yeah. fighting the yeah. now. We're not doing that, yeah. which was great. Yeah. And then these demonstrations, and I'm thinking, are you kidding me? Like, yeah. how, why can't this country heal? Yeah. Why are we not able to just yeah. move on and put all of our yeah. efforts into trying to, like, create some sort of, like, peaceful... You know, yeah, exactly. peaceful, um, like to resolve this. And yeah. I, I just feel like, again, yeah. this is just my own perspective, but the only thing about Kenya mm-hmm. that is that that I fear is the element of security. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. If yeah. there was no elements of security, mm-hmm. I don't. I think the whole world would move to Kenya because it's the best place to live. It's the best place to it live. It literally is. But the, the element of security is is a big deal. Yeah. And we've had so much unrest, and then during COVID, everything was pretty, pretty safe and yeah. and peaceful. And mm, yeah, there were people who were having a very very hard time. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that. It's just. Mm politically mm-hmm. and all of a sudden it's back to being chaotic and scary and so much unrest okay, yeah it's exactly okay yeah. let's hope it's going to be better because uh, that's our country 
and I, we love I, our country. I feel, I feel that it will be. I feel that I feel that people are less tolerant to this kind of nonsense. Okay. They just want to move on and they want to be happy mm. and they want to make sure that they're getting, they're being able to feed their f- feed their kids and take yeah. their kids to school and educate their yeah. their yeah. children. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> these are all just basic needs. We we should be able to to handle this as a country. Yeah, exactly. Do you, do you still travel in Kenyan passport? Yes. You still travel in Kenyan yes, passport? Absolutely. Oh, that's good. That's Even good. if somebody offered me another passport, yeah. I'd say no. I'd say no. Okay. <laughs> I'm telling you now. <laughs> okay. I don't know. You know, I don't okay. know what, what it is about us Kenyans, which is very proud of our country, aren't we? Okay. So, I'm going to take you to a game where I'm going to ask you two things, and you okay. have to choose one. Okay. Yeah, you have to choose one. Okay. There's no neutrality there. You have to choose Fine. one. Okay. Okay? Right. So the first question is Nairobi or Berlin? Nairobi. Nairobi. That was very fast. Easy. Gucci or Louis Vuitton? Neither, but if I had to choose one, hmm. Gucci. You have to choose one. Okay, Gucci. Gucci. Okay. Casual or elegant? Casual. Casual. Exactly. Just like me. Okay. Yeah. East Africa, got talent or the voice? You gave me the answer, but you have to tell me again. The voice of Germany. <laughs> the voice of Germany. Okay. One thing. Calligraph Jones or Octopiso? Calligraph Jones. Calligraph Jones. Sauti Sol or Rotile Brown? Sauti Sol. Sauti Sol. Diamond or Banner Boy? Wow. Yeah. That's really hard, Banner Boy. <laughs> Banner Boy? Yeah. Okay, let's go. R&B or Afrobeat? Afrobeat. Afrobeat. Okay, Tupac or Biggie? Tupac. Yeah, just like we West Coast, <laughs> because I'm the kid of those days, yeah. you know? Okay, Machos or Baby Boys? Who now? Machos or baby boys? You know, men who are machos oh. or baby boys? Macho. Macho. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're a bad guy. Yeah, macho, macho. <laughs> okay, Alicia, give me your closing words. My closing words? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, I'm just very humbled mm-hmm. that you guys have decided to, to come to Berlin mm. and to interview me. Mm. I feel very, very much still a part of the Kenyan world and tapestry i miss mm. home very much and mm. i yeah i guess i just want to say i really really appreciate everybody who's watching and anybody who goes and listens to my music mm-hmm. uh, i make music simply for the love of it and for, for people to yeah, yeah to, to make memories too and mm. yeah i just really really am humbled and appreciate all of your uh, support and love thank you give a shout out to culture 808 Culture 808, thank you so much. You guys are amazing. Okay, thank you very much. Okay, my last words is um, I'm very happy that I got an opportunity to meet you. You are an amazing lady and uh, I felt at home. I'm and so really, glad. It was very nice and I'm going to put your handles down here so that all Kenyans, please, I know Kenyans, but uh, I'm going to put her handles, everything there. Thank you. For follow her and please listen to that music. Go to Spotify, yes, Boomplay. It, it's also on Boomplay. It's on everywhere. Because Kenyans like free yeah, things. Yeah. Boomplay is free. Everywhere, yeah. everywhere. Okay. If you can't afford Spotify, go to Boomplay and listen to that music. And my another last word, listen, Kenyans living in Germany. This is the first ever Kenyan podcast in Germany. Yay. If you have a story, any kind of story. Just DM me. I'll be there. I'll come over there. We'll talk about if you're having family problems, if you have a business to promote, if you're an artist. You know, there, there are a lot of Kenya artists there and absolutely. nobody knows them in Germany. Nobody yeah, yeah, knows absolutely. them. Yeah. Just DM me. I'll put my, my contacts down there. Do I'll come over there. You don't need to travel. I'll come over there. We'll do that thing. You just tell me where it is. And then we shoot it out. 
Anyway, thank you, Alicia. Thank you. It was thank nice you so meeting much. you. You too. And you I'm too. very happy. Me too. Okay, you made bye. my day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you. I'm missing home now. You're missing home. Yeah. Oh, I'm totally missing home now. <laughs>